Hey, thanks for tuning in. I'm Sharita, and this is Spaz. Yeah, so this week we're just going to go ahead and spaz and speak about what it feels like to be in our 30s um, when it comes down to just responsibilities, dating, um, just, I don't know, the life of being 30 in the year 2019 because things are very, very different and some things aren't so different. So I just wanted to make sure that I come on and I express my feelings on it because I'm always getting asked. I, I find myself getting asked a lot by the younger people like in their early 20s and mid-20s, certain questions um, that they ask that we, I feel like as 30-year-old women and just 30-year-old people in general that we get asked on the regular, just our mentality and how things have changed. So if y'all are interested, go ahead and tune in, keep listening so we can go ahead and have this fast, mommy. You feel me? Thank you. What's good, you guys? Thank you guys for tuning in. Anywho, so I want to go ahead and, um, number one, let you guys know that the concert was amazing. Last time I spoke to you guys, I let you guys know that I was going to be going to L.A. to go to the B2K um, concert tour that they had um, and also to go pay my respect to Nipsey Hussle and as well as spending some time with a really, really good, um, good group of friends that I have, um, including my BGs and then some other loved ones that were around. So it was a great weekend, and I just want to go ahead and talk about it. And so, and talk about the whole experience. First of all, y'all, the concert was lit. One of the best concerts I've ever been to. Um, definitely not as good as Mary J. Blige or Erica Badu. They're never going to top those two women in my life, but any of that, that's another story. But this is literally this show, this concert, and I'm not sure if it's because they're grown ass man now, but this was the best that I personally have feel that I personally feel that they have performed because when I was younger back in the days for the I think it was called Scream Tours, I'm not if I'm not mistaken, but we went to a lot of those when I was kids. My mom used to drive us all the way out to LA to the House of Blues to go to some shows. So literally between Oakland and LA, my mama stayed having us in the B2K tours. And so just to see them now. Um, was damn near like, I don't know, it was, it was phenomenal, like literally phenomenal. Um, and shout out to my BG Reese who surprised us all with telling us that she had front row tickets the day of the concert. So she sent a screenshot to me and my sister and we was able to get down there with her. So we was all up in the front, we was in that bitch. And it was a great experience. It was a great time. Because when I was a kid, my mom used to, you know, of course my mom, shout out to mama, she bought all our tickets, and we definitely always have floor seats. I'm not going to lie. My mom always tried to get us the best tickets that she can get, but there was no way that I've ever got front row seats to go see B2K. So that was a hell of an experience. So BG, shout out to you for that. I love you dearly. We literally all enjoyed that ticket. We made that shit work, though. But it was an amazing experience. They did so, so good. Um, Amri came out, which I was so excited about to see Amri. I wish that she would have performed um, talking to me, she only came out and did this one thing. I believe it's called this, this just one thing, whatever she did that one. Neo came out. So that was a gift and a treat. Um, I really, really, really was hoping that Chris Brown would have came out. It's kind of part of the reason why I was down to go to the LA show. I just knew that he was going to come out, but it's all good though. It was definitely worth it. B2K owes me nothing. Rasby even did good and looked good in person, even though, you know, I wish you would just fell your ass off the stage when we were there. Cause that'd have been great or had a moment. Cause I was really, 
here for that, especially if I was right there, I would have the time of my life at that moment. I would laugh. But it was so good and amazing to be amongst like my peers, like literally my peers to where um, when they first came on the show, they had like a little, I don't know what you call that, like a, uh, what do you call that? What do you call that? Yeah, I guess it is like kind of like a PowerPoint, like just things like, you know, the build up to where they, where they are now. And so the girl by me, she was like, yeah, I waited 15 years for this. I'm 30 years old. I'm looking at her like, bitch, I'm 32. You feel me? I was waiting 15 years with you. You feel me? Because we were 15 when they started dropping like that. So that was just amazing just to see that I was around a common ground of women and people who are sharing the exact same experience as me. That was dope as hell, like completely dope. And it's a little bit more surreal now because we all watch little ratchet drama that drama ass shows like Love and Hip Hop. So just to see Fizz on Love and Hip Hop and how he was trying to get the group together and just kind of knowing that background, how April was saying, and shout out my BG got to see April. April was there as well. I'm hella mad I didn't get to see my fellow Sash because I hella wanted to see April. I really like April. I think she's dope and cute as fuck. But anywho, um, she was how she was like, you know, you know, Marianne ain't going to want to do the tour and blah, blah, blah. So we're kind of seeing behind it and we understand drama and their circumstances now on a whole nother level um, as a dope grown ass woman. And it's also very funny because in that, um, you know, the um, the projector, I just said the, shit, the PowerPoint that they played. Um, they had that clip where Fizz, when they was all like beefing with Raz B and Fizz hopped on and was like, fuck Raz B, which I felt like was the, probably the most hardest historical moment out of that man's mouth. And I was here for it just to see him as an adult cussing, talking shit. And in the video, he was high. That's when I was like, damn, these is real ass niggas. Like I just, I felt the way about that. Cause you know, we were teeny boppers back then. We didn't really know what they had going on and how thug they really are. Cause they really weren't thugs. It was kind of like pretty thugs. But when all that shit popped off with Raz B and that little beef that they had, it was really refreshing for me personally. It was so refreshing to see Fizz high on camera on a couch with his boy talking about fuck Raz B. Like that was epic for me. So that I, I thought that was the realest thing that they could have put inside of their little PowerPoint um, presentation. And I thought that that was really, really genuine of them to even show and highlight their beef. And then here they come like jumping off the stage. So that was what's up. After that, you know, we swung by um, the Marathon store. That was a whole nother experience. It was really, really quiet and sad and just a sad, sad, sad moment. But I'm really, really glad that we got to share that, especially all together, especially because my BG Lolo is a hell of a fan. Like she put us all on Nipsey. So it's just, I'm just glad we were there to support on that level because it's amazing how somebody that you don't know can really, really affect you. Like how celebrities really do have impacts on our lives. Like, I don't know what I would do if if I got a call that Mary J. Blige or Erica Badu passed away. I'm knocking on wood because I don't want that to happen with my girls or Common, you know what I'm saying? Or Wale, like just people that I genuinely, genuinely love. But Mary and Erica, y'all, I'm finna grieve like family, like genuinely. Like, so I can't even, you know, it's a sad situation. But I'm happy we was able to experience that all together and that we had that weekend with each other Sunday we went on to see my boy's um, store. Shout out to Moses at, uh, I think it's Bloom Bloom and Plume Coffee. But before I even announce it on the on the official level, let me look it up. I did put the um, location in my Instagram. So anybody who knows me, check out his shop. If you guys went to Lincoln and you guys are kind of like in the downtown LA area, 
Go check out his shop. It's so dope. Of course, it's black owned. It's a black dollar. So definitely support that. I'm definitely here for the black dollar and the local dollar. But just supporting your friends, I'm here for that too. And I was so proud that we were all in there. We all like bought, quick story, we all went in there and like bought like shirts and got something to eat. They sell like food and, um, you know, obviously coffee, tea, stuff like that. Coffee shop, you feel me? Way better than Starbucks, My, I might have you. You know, I haven't even had no coffee, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and stand by that because I know it is because the food was popping and it was like, like healthy, like vegan almost. And so it was upset. But we all went in there. We all like bought shirts. Right. And I'm on a budget, y'all. My financial situation right now, y'all, the way my bills and my bank is tied up, the way my credit cards is tied up. Your girl is on a real budget. I'm trying to make every penny count and stretch for it. I'm trying to get better with my spending habits and get better with everything else. And that shit is a real struggle, but I'm trying. But going to the store, I'm like, damn, okay, we got to buy some stuff. And I'm not going to lie. Like when I went, I was like, Moses for sure for hooking up, blah, blah, blah. When we, and, I, and it's funny because all of us were like talking about them when we left. And this just shows you another thing. Keynote right here, being 30 and grown and just supporting your friends. That's one thing that we're going to talk about as well. If I remember to get back to it, but we're going to talk now. Anywho, we all got this mentality getting there. As soon as we get there, I don't know, just a, a natural game change to where I had no problem cashing out on his shirt, buying my food, full price, no discount, no nothing, making sure that I showed that genuine love and support. We have got to do that, y'all. We got to really, really support our friends without a discount. Um, the only thing that I'm really, really iffy with when it comes to certain things um, where I'm like, okay, you know, as if you're like hella overcharging me um, for like just things that I feel like I shouldn't be overcharged for. But when it comes to, and I mean, maybe that might be contradiction. Like, okay, so who's to say, like, what's the difference between getting your hair done or me making you this and you want to buy a shirt at a coffee shop? Yeah, you're right. Maybe that's something I got to check myself on. But if it's something I just feel like is simple that I that I can probably do with myself, then I don't really want to pay you that much money. But whatever, that's, that's another story. But, you know, real shit though, support your friends as much as possible. And honestly, Let's get this clear. Supporting your friends ain't even got to be um, buying anything. If I didn't buy a shirt or anything like that or buy food, I would have still told you guys, check out my page and see the location. When you guys are downtown LA area, go check out the store. That's supporting already. You know what I'm saying? So word of mouth, retweeting, reposting, respecting it, liking it, subscribing it, thumbs up, all of that is support. So y'all, for real, let's support our friends because our friends is really out here trying to make it. I know my friends are. I'm not sure what the hell you guys' friends are out here doing, but I can truly say that a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends got something going and they got something planned or they're working towards something. And I'm really, really proud of that. It does nothing but inspire me, um, which is why I be trying to get and stay on top of my little friend Friday that I be doing on my little Instagram story. But anywho, um, so back to the story. So, you know, that was Sunday that we went over here and linked up with all the homies. Like I got to see my boy, AJ, Moses, um, my my BG's sister, Jen, which is like the big sis of the group. She came down to LA with us, including their stepsister, which is dope as fuck. She's really, really cool. She's family. Uh, my BG, Darisha, flew in from Oklahoma just for the weekend to come spinning with us. Boss moves. Ain't that some boss shit? fly down for the weekend just to go to the B2K concert with your BGs because we all were major friends together in this bitch. Tasha didn't even go to the concert. Tasha's a B2K fan. She wasn't as wild as us as when we were back in the days in high school, but Tasha came down just to have that weekend with us. And so that was, it was really, really a special weekend. 
But, you know, that was that. So I just wanted to come and say the concert was amazing. Everything went well. But let me tell y'all something. Friday, we went to like a pre-B2K party or whatever the case may be. And girl, y'all, <laughs> your girl was turned. I had the time of my life. It was like an early 2000s theme party. I was nowhere near in the dress code. I did my own thing and dressed how I wanted. Just came out of the fuck I wanted to come. I didn't really, I couldn't find my jersey dress. That pissed me off. And so once I couldn't find my jersey dress, I was just done with trying to be in the decades. I was just going to do me. And I was looking great at doing it. So I'm okay with that. But your girl was fucked up, loaded on the stage all night, um, dropping ass, wiping ass on the floor, coming back up. I can't even believe I was able to do that. But I'm in there. I felt like we was straight. I felt like if you wasn't auntie, you had no business being up in there. I felt like that was our time to shine. That was literally time for the 80s babies in our 30s something to shine. This is our moment. And that's how I felt. I was looking at anybody younger, like, no, you shouldn't even be here, girl. Your, your ears still wet. You know, go home. You got milk in your breath. Get, get out of here. You're shitting yellow. But anywho, um, it was a great time. But one thing about being 30, that drink hit you different. That shit had me fucked up the whole weekend, y'all. First of all, I'm six foot and my knees are already like giving me issues now. I'd be like, I'd be in pain sometimes walking up and down my stairs when in my apartments or when I get up and sit down from a regular chair, I'd be feeling that shit. So when I was down there wiping my ass on the floor, you know what I'm saying? Twerking, dropping that shit low, getting up. Me and Reese, we was in there, bitch. We was having the time of our lives. I tell you guys, we had a great time. The whole weekend was just phenomenal for me. I needed it. And um, <laughs> the pain... The bags, the bags itself. And I naturally have bags. It runs in my family. But the bags that I had the next day, honey, honey, it was severe. I was walking around Hollywood like hella Hollywood with shades all on my eyes. Even though a lot of them out there, they're doing coke and shit. So you guys are hungover on a different level. Coke is not the new weed, just to go on record. I'm okay with the marijuana and everything else. The marijuana and the drink, the you know, the liquor, the, the little ganja. That's okay. No judgment if you do the white girl, that's your business, but please stop making that, trying to quote unquote say that's a new weed. It's not. That's a real drug in my book. And only I feel that way because I've seen that change my mama's whole life. And so I'm not really with that shit. So anywho, whatever, that's another moment. But I had to walk around with shades. I had a massive hangover, um, but a functional hangover. But I had to like walk up and down Fairfax loaded. And that was the day of the concert. Cause mind you, we had went out that Friday. So Saturday was the night of the concert. So Saturday we were out, you know, walking around, you know, sightseeing my BG's um, stepsister is on. I'm not, I, I guess she's not really too, too familiar with um, the LA area. So they were taking her sightseeing and I haven't been on Fairfax before. And so that was actually a dope um, thing to go. And I've always wanted to go Never been. So that was actually a good experience. My BG took us out there. I was mad as hell because, like I said, your girl's on the budget. So I, I couldn't get out there swiping crazy. And I'm so proud of myself for not doing it. Adulting 101 is real. When you got to sit back and think you're on vacation, you're thinking about rent at home and bills that you got to get back to, the reality that you're coming back to, yeah, that's real. Instead of getting out here splurging and, you know, doing it for the gram, doing it for a picture, don't none of that matter when you got real shit to come back home to. Plain and simple. And so we're out there walking around Fairfax. I'm fucked up. Like, that shit affected me. I felt it Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I felt it Monday. I felt Friday's adventure Monday at work when I got back home. You know what I'm saying? So it's really, really different. That shit hits you different when you out here partying and drinking and shit like that. I do um, still hit a lounge up here and there. I really like going to concerts and stuff like that. That is my turn up. 
I'm not really so big on going to the club. If I'm going to the club, it's an event. And you, I hope and pray to God, actually, you better have a table because I don't want to be bumped down there with the common folk. I just can't do it. I don't want to be stepped on and pushed around and bullied. You know, bitches mugging you up and down. Guys are out here tripping. I'm afraid. I don't really like going to events and places where they're not, you guys are not walking through metal detectors. I, I don't feel comfortable. I am unsafe at this point and I don't want to be here. You know, because, and I'm not the kind of person that needs to be taken out of her element because what people fail to realize is I could be with the funnies and the shit too. So I don't want that energy around me because I have got to protect myself first. And I just don't need to be involved with this kind of a liking because it's going to take me out of my element. And I don't want to be taken out of my element. I work hard to to stay where I'm at, where I'm at. And, I, and it's an everyday struggle, for real, for real. But that shit hit differently. Um, so that's one thing. So I just wanted to share the weekend with you guys. Another thing, my bad, you guys. I'm about to be, I'm trying to get way, 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 way more consistent um, with dropping my spazzes. Um on a weekly basis is the goal. That's been my goal, but I get very, very distracted. I got a lot of things going on in my personal life right now. I got a lot of legal stuff going on that I'm trying to take care of and get over so that way I can just continue to be great and move on and live my life. I'll be glad when everything passes and so I can just focus on what I got to do because I truly, truly do enjoy my podcast. I really, really do enjoy talking. I don't give a damn if I got five listeners. I'm grateful for you guys for listening. I really, really am. But it's something that I really sincerely, humbly am excited about. And so I just want to um, see where God takes it. So I can't wait to put all my effort in it. So I do apologize, y'all, if I'm not as consistent. But at the same time, I've been very honest with you guys and very real to where I'm going to do what the hell I want to do. And I'm going to drop when the hell I want to drop it, I'm going to talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. It's as simple as that. This is my podcast and this is what the hell I'm going to do. You don't have to listen, um, but please subscribe. Please give me that. If you guys are a friend, please subscribe. And if you guys don't know me, please respect it. You know what I'm saying? Please respect my privacy. But um, being 30, one thing I can say is I look at life completely different. Something as simple as just counting every single penny, not shopping how I want to shop, relationship-wise, uh, how I make sure I don't let my gas go down in a certain way, how I make sure that back in the days I used to get insurance, liability insurance at that, just for my my little sticker, my registration sticker, then I wasn't paying it no more. I wouldn't even, there's no way I'm driving my car on these reckless-ass streets with no full coverage insurance, and I don't give a fuck if I had a hoopty. I'm having full coverage because you're not going to hit my car and I'm not going to be covered. I'm asked out with this investment. I'm understanding investments better. I'm understanding taking care of yourself better. Thank God that I naturally just don't eat wild, um, like pork and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to, I'm not going to refuse a pork chop if it's smelling good. And I'm not going to say, don't give me no bacon if you're burning it. Cause I like burnt bacon and I appreciate a pork chop. Now I have never bought one and, and fried a pork chop for myself. Cause I don't buy pork in my house like that, but you know, just things like that. I'm just happy that I naturally have those kind of habits because it definitely, we're getting older and it definitely um, matters. It, it it does affect our health, especially nowadays. It's a little scary because you're starting to see more and more younger people passing away, like from strokes, massive heart attacks, things like that. And it's crazy because back when I was younger, those were things that I just associated with older people, older people having heart attacks and strokes and passing away and you know, passing away from pneumonia, whatever. I mean, pneumonia was, you know, young and old, but just certain things that are now affecting younger people. People are passing in their 30s, you know what I mean? 40s and 50s, like 
now I'm looking at 40 is like, damn, what's 10 years for real? Because what was, ooh, that was hella rude. My bad, y'all. I'm burping in the mic. Ooh, baby, get it together. That was disgusting. But real people do real things, okay? But just, it's a scary, scary thing to think about. You know what I mean? That so many things that are affecting us now quicker in our lives. You know, speaking of that, of life, of lives and whatnot, I was reading an article about dating and, um, it said, and I'm not too sure. And it, it kind of, I kind of agree with the theory and I kind of don't, but it was pretty much saying that people, we are in today's world, we are expected to, to live longer. Our life strains are going longer than it went, than what it was, back in the day, supposedly, which is weird to me because in Bible days, if we're going to reference Bible, biblically, they were living up until like hundreds, you know, and maybe, hey, you know what? History does repeat itself. And so I'm not going to say that that ain't possible now because if you take care of yourself, it's very well possible. And we all know black don't crack and, you know, black is healthy. But anyhow, that's, you know, I'm not trying to be racist towards anybody else's race, but, you know, I'm just stating facts here. But in this particular article, it was saying that people, one of the reasons why my age group in our 30s, people are having a hard time committing is because the lifespan is longer. Therefore, they're afraid to commit to one person for such a long amount of time. And I thought that was quite interesting. Super interesting. Like, damn, like, do people think like that? Because I've, I've never thought like that. Like, oh, I don't want to commit to somebody for a long period of time because I'm going to be committing for forever. It kind of, maybe that's a guy thing. And I don't want to just put it strictly on the on the dudes that they're they're unable to commit for such a long period of time because I think that's false as well. But I definitely did think that was interesting. So I kind of just want to put that out there. And maybe, you know, if y'all can, when I, when that, when I do post this, if y'all listen, y'all, you know, some people be DMing me and stuff. If y'all can tell me what y'all think about that, that's quite interesting that that's quote unquote, possibly one of the reasons why we're not seeing a lot of marriages and it's hard to have, um, to find commitment. Now, since we're going to be talking about relationships, um, being single in your thirties is so different. It's funny. Cause you know what? Actually I was watching, um, sex in the city, not that long ago, I think like this past weekend or so, just, I don't know, a while ago I was watching Sex in the City and I've always watched Sex in the City. I just ha- happened to revisit it. I don't have cable. I only watch things on my fire stick. And so things that I know could just play through, like if I have, you know, Netflix, um, Hulu, shout out to my mama for those. And I just, you know, anything that's on there that I could just binge here and there if I want to have something playing in the background while I'm doing whatever in my house, I do. So I decided upon Sex in the City. And it's so funny because I didn't watch it um, from like jump, jump. I wasn't like a fan from jump. However, I did end up going back and like binging all the episodes back in my early twenties, maybe mid twenties is when I started getting into it. Early twenties got into it. And it's, it's so many seasons. I went back and got to go and watch the movies, you know, watch all the shows before the movies and just became a real fan. I love sex in the city, but don't sleep on girlfriends. And uh, for the record, I would love to see a movie for girlfriends. I think that would be so dope. Like black production right now in theaters is really, really coming up. So somebody pick up that movie and make it happen. Oh my God, it would be phenomenal. Like it would be such a, such a, such a great movie. So I would love to see that. That would be amazing. So again, girlfriends, the movie, can we get that please? And can we get it quickly? You know what I'm saying? Please make it happen. 
here we go. The disrespect is real, y'all. But that's my little bedtime. That's another thing, y'all. I'm 30 and I'm, I have a bedtime. I set a bedtime on my phone and I actually really do listen to it. I try my best to. But anywho, so I'm reading this in, in the, um, no, I'm watching Sex in the City and everything that they, that they went through, even though I'm so familiar with the characters and how they are, that shit hit different. And it's so funny because in my early 20s, I would always look at them and compare them like to my group of girlfriends who was who. But now I can damn near relate to every single last one of them. Um, I'm not enough as Samantha and I wish that I was more like Samantha in my early 20s, but I was always caught up in a relationship. But I wish that that I dated more, had more sex, stuff like that. I could truly, truly say that now. And I don't give a damn how that sounds because life is hella short. Life is so, so short. You know what I'm saying? Use your, use your, use your vagina while it works. You know, it's, it's as simple as that. I don't really have the time and the patience right now to do it. I just wish that back then um, when I was a little bit more, you know, just younger and can get away with being careless. I can get away with being careless now. We can all do whatever the fuck we please do because being 30, I didn't think that I would feel this way. I didn't think that I would not. I thought that I would feel like old. In my mind, I thought that would be if I could go back at like early 20s, teenagers, high school. By now, I had like a solid two, three kids, possibly married, engaged, um, living in a home, like you know, in a, you know, living and working and doing what I got to do. And that's it's that's nothing of what life is right now. It's so the complete opposite. But I understand now being in your 30s and the pressure of people looking at you, especially when you have no kids. Oh my God, when are you gonna have kids? Or da 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 da. Or the motherfuckers that be trying to throw that underhead shade, like, oh, you know, your body, you know what I'm saying? Your body look good and whatnot, but you know, just wait until you have kids. No, bitch, just because you are falling off or you choose not to care, don't come for me because when I have kids, I hope that I can still get my snap back for my man. And so don't even speak that ill will on me. I think that is so selfish of you to try to put that on me and all the other women out here that don't got kids in their 30s. Um, I work with a lot of like young 20 year olds. And so it's always so funny when, you know, a lot of them are moms. They're always looking at me like, oh my God, like when are you going to have a kid or what are you waiting for? And I'll be looking at them like, damn, like I got so many friends that are older than me that have no kids. I wonder what the hell would you guys say about us? And all of them look good. Every, every single last one of them are happy. Um, some of them are single, some are dating, some are just living their best life, but they ain't got no kids or maybe they got like one kid and maybe, and honestly, a lot of my friends probably had their kids, um, like mid twenties, late twenties. You feel me? Like to where I think it's pretty proper. I'm not saying, you know, nothing towards the young mothers. I have my best friend, I had my goddaughter when we were um, 15, you feel me? We were young and she did that, you know, she, you know, my goddaughter, I remember her being born and looking at my best friend, like blood. Yo, like when she turned 15, we gonna be 30. So it's 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 so surreal being that now and looking at my goddaughter like, man, baby, like you have no idea how I envisioned th- how I envisioned you, what I thought about you at this age. Like I just that was my first baby. So that's and I don't want to get all sentimental, but it's crazy. But I'm constantly being I, I noticed that I'm around more women who kind of like low-key like Shea Bash. To where I'm really grateful when I'm around my girls who don't have kids. Who I mean, I'm not saying that they don't want kids because I definitely do want kids one day when I find the right guy, um, and I you know have a good partner to where I know we're going to parent these kids and be a team together and make this happen. But I'm really not in a rush. 
You know what I'm saying? Like at all. And then I'm really, really grateful when I meet women, like grown, grown women, like in their 40s and 50s and stuff. I'm going to say like 50s where they're looking at me like, baby, you got time. Don't even rush. You're in a good path. Like you want to have your things together. When you have your baby, you're going to be way more mature. So that's okay. You're already mature. Telling me things like that. And I listen to that like, cool, that's what's up. Like you guys are giving me hope. Because I'm not going to lie. Another thing in us single women in our 30s with no kids, we do think about the time clicking because as a woman, we do have a time limit. We we just do. We have a lifespan time limit on our eggs and how their development. It costs a lot of money to freeze your eggs. My yo, yo, I have done the research. You know what I'm saying? I have looked around and seen like what you know, fertilities and stuff like that. But um, you know, fertilizing your eggs or however you would call that should probably have that together on what that how what that means. Um but anywho, um, they give me hope. They give me um, a lot of hope when manage your own biological clock. Okay, all it says is egg freezing. So, okay, whatever. We're just going to go ahead and run with egg freezing because, you know, whatever. Preserving your eggs, should I say, if that sounds more proper and more, you know, ideal. But I've looked into it and that don't that costs money. You know what I'm saying? So, being now that you just, I'm a regular working girl, I'm not making enough money. So I consider these, all these factors. Like, you know, I do think about it. It does cross my mind. But then when I meet these women who tell me that I have time and not to worry about it, or I'm going to my OB and she's like, girl, please, you got time. My OB is a sister. Shout out to that. And she's having her first baby and she's in her mid to late thirties. So I love, I love that because it, it gives me, and she's feeling good about it. She doesn't feel any kind of a way. So when I'm getting like bashed by these little young 20 year olds asking me what am I waiting for and all this shit and looking at me like, damn you, hello. I really don't feel no way. I really don't receive that. I really don't receive that kind of behavior or that kind of a talk or none of that, you know, because I know that when the time is right, it's, it's right. My mom and my dad are like hella anxious or whatever. And more, a lot of people in my family and friends who have kids are anxious because they want kids to be raised together and stuff like that. What does it matter though? The way that I'm around you and your kids hope that you're around me and my kids. The difference is I'm going to be mature enough to not give a damn if you come around or not. You see what I'm saying? Like nowadays you got friends who really get upset. Like, oh my God, I'm a mom and people don't come around. And when you have babies, they fall off and they forget about you. Da, 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 da. I'm really not going to give a damn. I'm not going to give a damn because I'm hoping that at that point I would be with my man or my husband, with my family or with my kids. I already like going to lunch and things by myself why wouldn't I just drag my little my little baby with me and we looking at each other across the table eating the best meal of our lives? You know, it wouldn't bother me. I just don't think that that kind of stuff would bother me. I think that's a very childish way to think, but that's my own personal, you know, belief when it comes down to that. But going back to that, just, you know, and dating wise, I remember having an age limit when I was younger um, of what I wouldn't date over. And I mean, I guess I still wouldn't date like a major grandpa, grandpa um, or a baby, baby, but I definitely, definitely will um, compromise on the age. I'm not really worried about that. That when they say age ain't nothing but a number, and I'm not saying no perverted ass R. Kelly um, or a little fast ass Aaliyah. Let's call it what it is. Aaliyah was fast. I'm tired of everybody saying she was taking advantage of. No, that little motherfucker was fast, and her parents have been beating her ass. But whatever, that's a different whatever. But that's how I feel. But truly, though, she got it right when she said age ain't nothing but a number, baby, because it really ain't. And with maturity and the way you're thinking now versus how you was thinking then mentally, I might just marry uh, an older guy because mentally, I think on an older level, I get that all the time. Like, yo, your dude's going to be hella older. And I'm like, yeah, he probably is. 
Back then, I probably been like, "Ew, girl, whatever. Don't be hating. No, he's not. Now I'm 100% open to it. Like, yo, he probably is because I'd rather deal with an older guy who respects a woman and knows and is ready to value and sit down versus this young butt. But I ain't sleeping on the young ones either. I'm really, really not. The more and more older I get, the more and more I see. I'm so sad, guys. All my 30-year-old guys that are probably listening, these young niggas, these young men, young guys are winning. I am not lying when I say that. Like these dudes, like in their, I'm gonna say like mid to early 30s, are out here doing it. They are they are working, they're providing, they are trying to get ownership underneath their belt. They are waiting for a commitment. They are being committed. They are being faithful. Um, they are honoring their women. It's they are looking for families. It's so weird. Then you got the weird, awkward group of my age level between early 30s and mid-30s to where y'all out here still trying to club, you still trying to pop bottles, you still chasing quote-unquote bitches, you still trying to get out here and have people on the stroll for you, y'all still, you know, hanging out your your partner's cars and picking up your boys and riding around. It's just childish, you know, it's really sad and embarrassing. Y'all really need to check yourself with that. And like I said, man, need to get back to checking men. And y'all all need to start holding yourself accountable and stop thinking that us as women are being haters from holding you guys accountable. Stop doing that. We are not trying to be haters. We just want more. Damn. We just want more from y'all. We see more from you guys and we want more, but we're tired of helping you guys get more with nothing in return. We over that. It doesn't matter. Like we out here really paying bills on our own and making things happen over here solo. We don't have time to hold your hand because if we can do it, you can do it. I mean, we all know that women are, are, you know, stronger. We are. We can withheld more. But I'm not going to take from you guys. Men are men and you guys should be held accountable. And I feel like you guys are, you know, kings and you guys should start acting as such. And y'all should start holding each other accountable to that. I don't even think y'all got no real friends if y'all in a group of, um, y'all group of niggas ain't checking you, you know, and y'all not allowing yourself to be checked. The same with girls, like. Women, you know, I hope that, you know, I don't really have a group of friends that I'm really close with that we have issues with checking each other. I mean, there may be a few here and there, but for the most part, we can have an open conversation, whether it's going to be a small little argument. We finna get over it, though. You know what I mean? And then I'm pretty sure that change, whatever change that we spoke about, if it's not right there in that instant moment, it will apply later. You know what I'm saying? Which is really all that matters. And so, brothers, you know, men, y'all, please start getting back to that. Start hollering at each other. Spending more adult time with each other. Y'all out in the bow and your dude got a girl. Don't bring him to where you know, you know, he y'all, you single, so you're gonna put him in a fucked up situation. Respect this lady. Like the same way, you know, you should, you know, maybe if you had a lady you respect, I don't know. It's all kind of stuff that I could talk about that. But main thing is, point is, y'all start checking each other again and hold each other accountable. It's as simple as that. Real men do that kind of stuff and let it be okay. Um, I know one thing, being in your 30s, you know what the hell you want. Because you didn't already went through so many ups and downs and heartbreaks and everything else to where you know exactly what you want and what you can deal with and what you cannot deal with, what you are willing to compromise with and what you're not willing to compromise with. And so that wings out a lot of things, you know, because when you're in your early teens and your 20s, you don't really know what you want. You think you know what you want. You know what I'm saying? I really wish if I can go back, I would have never have been in serious relationships in my teenage years. I think I've said that before. But I wouldn't have because back then you think it's all love and it's going to last and it's all hearts and shit. And reality of it is, I mean, and hey, hey, I got some partners that have been together since high school that's making it work. I got partners, shout out to my Johnsons. They were together in high school or married with 
children, beautiful family, one of my favorite families. I got partners that that I grew up with in the Bay, um, out there in the town that were together in middle school and have just recently gotten married and have their first kid. Now, you know what I mean? Been rocking all these years. Like, so it does exist. I do believe in um, high school sweetheart, sweethearts and stuff like that. But you know, another thing that I believe in, I'm more open to love at first sight now. Being in my thirties and the older I get, the more and more, if I have that kind of conversation with somebody, I do believe that that exists. It is possible to be, you know, to love somebody at sight. The reason why I think it's possible is because you you know what you want. So if you come across somebody and just kind of you're in tune with yourself and he's in tune with himself and y'all just kind of click and you you link up and you just click, clicking is clicking. You feel me? It is what it is. Um, I, I, I remember when I never thought that was possible. I used to want to get to know you like for at least like a year, like six months to a year. Now it's like, mm, I don't got that time, but I spoke on that before too. I understand not to hold grudges or holding on to my past or constantly um, bringing up what happened in the past and what's happening right now in the present or in my future, what I'm trying to make my future. Why would I keep hindering it with my past? He don't want to hear that and neither does she. Which, you know, don't, you know, you get mad, you got a temper. Yeah, that's what she used to do. That's so childish. Like when you're older, there's so many more things going on. You really just want to sit back and have a conversation deal with it and then find a way together collectively how to move forward. You know what I mean? Even if you were younger and you're still the same partner, I guarantee you, hopefully you guys' conversation, how you guys make up and heal is so different than how you did back when you guys were teenagers or in your early 20s. It's different when you are a grown adult in your 30s. Another thing that I'm learning is back when you're younger, you think you got everything planned out. Like I said, um, I would not have thought that I would be where I'm at right now in my 30s or feeling how I feel in my 30s. I feel refreshed, rejuvenated. I just, you know, I didn't, I don't feel hella old. I remember fucking third grade like it was yesterday. You know what I mean? Like literally. So, and I didn't think that I would feel that way. I thought that I'd be a whole nother person. So it's just crazy how that works. And so just being in tune. So, you know, it's easy for me to, you know, move on, let things go, not hold um, grudges. I've never really been a big grudge holder. Um, I do have petty moments and I still have petty moments. I'm not going to lie about that. I, and I'm probably forever going to have a petty moment, but I understand how to limit my petty moments as well. You know what I mean? And I might even tell you like, yo, let me have this moment because I don't have so many of them. So let me have this little moment that I'm going to have. And I know I'm going to have to get it back together and get back on it the same way that I will let my man have a petty moment if he needed one, especially if that's not something that he does on the regular. And I'm not dating a man that has petty ass moments on the regular because I'm not attracted to that. Goes back to, I know what I want and I know what I can deal with and what I can deal with. And I can't deal with that. So that's not going to be an issue. So if you're going to have that moment, I'm going to let you have your moment. Letting my guard down now, um, that may be one little struggle. It's, it's, it's more easier for me than it is hard because I like to believe in people and I like to give people chances when it comes to relationships in a sentimental way. I'm not really big on giving um, constant chances to people like who are constantly just fucking up, like friends. Like I'm not going to know because at this point we're friends, you should know better. I'm, I don't have to deal with this. And I think the reason why I'm so quick to dead this, and this is so raw and a cunt, um, you're not, you ain't, we ain't having sex. You know what I'm saying? You ain't pleasing me in any kind of a way for me to be really, really tripping off of you. So it's different when you're in a relationship. You just deal with different things when 
your patience is different when love is involved. It's as simple as that. And sure, sure, you love your friends, you know what I mean? But then again, your patience level, your patient levels for your friends at different levels, that's different as well. I'm not going to have the same patience with a new friend that I will with a friend that's been seasoned for years. Like, I'm just not because I know this person longer. There's more that we have to share. It just, it's a different experience, you know what I mean? But it's just a whole nother experience when you're actually in a relationship. Bitterness and all that kind of stuff. I ain't never had those kind of issues. So I'm not, I'm just not a bitter person. Thank God I'm not. Like, that's, you know, not my style. I don't really see no, I think it takes too much energy and work to be that. Um, I'm in a point right now to where I don't want to do anything but date somebody that can teach me something, that we can have fun with each other together. We trust each other and we are just being the best people that we can be together. I am, I'm open now to understanding that in my 30s, I might run into a divorced man. You know, that may happen because um, people are getting married younger. Just like I'm actually, I'm at a, you can't, I was talking to this girl at work. Um, she's in her like mid twenties. And I was like, yo, you can't really be biased towards people who have kids now. Like everybody has kids. I'm not saying that you can't have um, 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 expectations. You, you, you definitely can. And you can definitely hold people accountable to whatever expectation that you have for them. So it's definitely okay to hold people accountable to certain um, expectations that you have. You know what I mean? You don't have to. You do have to compromise a little bit more with, with age. The order and order that we get, we have to compromise because life has happened. You know what I'm saying? Like this is 30 years of living. This is the whole. They some this person has went through their whole 20s, so they have went through college stories. You know and all kind of experiences in college and so forth. So you have to be very, very open-minded. I think that's a very selfish, shallow way to think if you're not, you know what I mean? So that's, and I don't think, I personally just don't think it's realistic. Another thing though, learning how to unlearn what you think you know. And that's, I think that is like major key. Shout out, shout out major, major, major key. You know what I'm saying? But for real, for real, like unlearning what you thought was right, what you thought um, was the way that things should be, what your parents have taught you that you based a lot of things off of because times have changed. It's as simple as that. Times have changed and every day you're learning something new you are learning something new and we are still learning. We are still growing. I am still learning. I'm still growing. I would not dare shut my mental off to not allow myself to learn. Like that's just, that's, that's ridiculous. And so that's one thing that I have to notice and um, be very, very more open-minded with and just very aware of that there are certain things that I truly thought was like legit back then the i mean i'm talking about y'all y'all couldn't tell me nothing you feel me it was what it was like can i smoke something with y'all real quick so if i'm taking pauses or anything you know what i'm saying it's because i'm simply having my you know i'm getting my life together you guys are more than welcome to join me but anywho um you have to learn how to unlearn what you thought you knew you you know it's not realistic to sit back and think that Everything that you learned back then is going to help you and be beneficial to you now. That sounds hella stupid. You come, you sound crazy. 
you sound so crazy doing that. That's a part of growth. It's literally a part of growth. And you are not fully growing at your your best potential. And I, I want everybody to grow at their best potential because we all got it in us, like I said, because I believe that we are all uh, made in God's image. We are all um, virgins of a God. So we all have the potential and the will to be as great as possible, to genuinely move mountains. We can do it. And you can't do that if you're stuck in a certain mind frame. Like it ain't gonna work like that. You know what I mean? So that's one thing that I do. I do think comes with age um, and experience. It comes with age and experience. It's as simple as that. And so, but it is harder right now because you have social media, you have so many fucking dating apps. Because so everybody can just casually date now. Everybody wants to casually date, and there's nothing wrong with casually dating, but. People are casually dating um, and not even looking to get in the committed relationship. So the women who I'm speaking about um, in our early, in our 30s that are single, that are, you know, babyless or, you know, have a kid and just they still, you know, are looking and yearning for a great partner and they're not getting it because there's so many things that are, com- that are coming against us now versus what it was back then. Shit is hard, y'all. That shit ain't easy, my nigga. It's just not like it's not a, it's not an easy task, you know, but it can still be rewarding only because you are seasoned and you're getting with somebody that is just as seasoned as you. Whether this person is older than you, whether this person is younger than you, because like I said, back to that, you know, fast ass girl, age ain't nothing but a number, boo. It really ain't. You know what I mean? Like maturity levels are just so different. You might meet a young man that will blow your mind that is way more mature than any 30 to 35-year-old man that you know, he is solid 26. Doing a damn thing, though, like really doing a damn thing, able to truly offer you betterment, able to truly teach you something different, like able to travel with you and want to go see the world with you, want to spend time with you, don't mind showing you off in front of his boys and inviting you to certain events, taking you to the company parties, going to barbecues together as his friends are hosting, um, if he has a hobby, he's willing to share that hobby with you. He doesn't want to do anything but share it with you. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. That's a beautiful experience. And that doesn't have an age limit on it. So I'm learning to be way more open-minded. I'm even more open-minded with dating somebody who is slightly like shorter. You know what I mean? I'm six foot. I never, I've never had that issue. Like the shortest I've had was my, um, one of my exes, my recent, my recent exes. And he was, about my height, maybe my height or like an inch taller. And so when I would wear my heels, I would for sure tower over him, but I was very comfortable with my heels with him. We still walking down the street holding hands. It was whatever. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm so much more open-minded now to, than where I ever, I never thought that I would be, especially how I am. And if y'all know me on a personal level, y'all know that I'm a very, I'm a stir. I'm just a very, very um, funny particular person. I just am. I'm a picky person. I'm very, very choosy on certain aspects of life. I just, I just am. I got morals that, that I'm, that I have morals, certain morals that are old school that I'm learning to unlearn. You know what I mean? That I'm being, learning how to be more open-minded too. And I never thought that I would see that. I never thought that I would see that. You know what I mean? I never really wanted to see it. Never really cared. You know what I mean? And I, and it's funny cause I don't care now, but I do know that me uh, keeping myself at a certain stance, um, standstill will hinder me from experiencing something that could be really, really great and life-changing. And I refuse to not experience that. 
I'm all about living my best life and having the best, 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 best experience on this earth as possible. Um, I'm learning that being 30 does not mean that things are over. I'm thinking about going, actually, I'm looking to go back into school and get certified as an interpreter. Y'all already know that I'm a coder. Sign language is my first language, American Sign Language, if I got to be exact. And so I've always said that I would fall back on going, if words came to words, I would go get certified and interpret. I wish I would have did it earlier because I don't have the luxury of going to school the way that I could go to school back in the days because I have to have a full-time job. I'm going to have to pay um, for school out of my pocket because I work. I don't qualify for financial aid um, on that level. I'm for sure not taking out any student loans. I'm not doing it. So I just have to make things, I got to make it work for me and take internet classes and so forth because I, I have to work. I can't take off from school to go to work, which sucks because I, I hate that we're living in a society to where you got to pick and choose your battles on really, really bettering yourself. Like that's ridiculous to me. We should not have to do that, but that's just kind of where we're at right now. And hopefully our kids, our future kids will see something different. Um, you know, free healthcare and education will come to play. That would be the biggest blessing, biggest blessing. And if you're going to do that though, America, you're going to go ahead and give free healthcare and free education. Please give me some kind of a service package for my, my years of service of paying you guys on some real, you know, please do. If you don't, that's fine because my babies or my nephews will, um, benefit from that. Or my friends, children will benefit from that. So either way, I'll be grateful. And I hope that does happen one day. But now we don't have that luxury. And so what I'm saying is to say that when it came down to me thinking like, oh, my God, like I'm getting old, blah, blah, blah. I'm always getting reassurance from just my peers. I mean, not my peers, my elders. And so when I sat down with um, my counselor, and he was an Asian man. And if y'all know anything, no shout out to the Asians. I'm not trying to be funny, but y'all some stern motherfuckers. Why don't y'all smile or laugh or clap on a regular? You know, and if you're Americanized, maybe you do. But I bet you your grandma or your great-grandma, you know, be mugging. And she really, really, like, she really, really does have the rest in bitch face and means no harm. You know what I mean? That exists. And I think it's just a cultural thing. And it's it's crazy to me how how that can be, how you guys are when it comes to that. But, you know, it is what it is. But anywho, and I was telling him, like, dang, like, I hella wish that I did things differently when I was younger. Only because I was obviously at the time frame, like, dang this sucks. Like I have to go to work full time. So I can't take these morning classes back then. I had the luxury of living with my mom. I wasn't paying rent and anything like that. So things were, were cool. I didn't have like major responsibilities as I do now. So things are different now. And he told me, he said, you 30 years old, you still young. You got plenty of time. You don't, you don't really retire until like what you're 60, 65, maybe 70 now. And I'm looking at him like, he says, so you have so much time to work. They're, they're very much more workaholics. They work, they hustle. Anybody that's not American, um, you know, is workaholic. They come over here and get the back. You feel me? We, we all can learn from them. They come over here and beat our, beat us at our own system for real, for real. And they do it on our dollar because we paying in the system. So it's just a funny thing, funny how things work, but that's the reality of it. But when he told me that, I looked at him and it just made sense. I already told you guys that when people say things to me and it makes sense, it just clicks and it'll never leave my head. It will never leave my head. If it makes that much sense to me, I'm forever going to remember that and I'm going to apply it. It's as simple as that. So when he said that, I thought about it like, damn, you know what I'm saying? You're absolutely right. Like, this is still possible to do, but I has got to go ahead and make it happen. I got to stop putting so much thought into it because sometimes I could be an overthinker. And um, overthinker with everything, overthinker in relationships, overthinker with relationships, um, 
life. I'm a warrior. I tend to panic, you know, just for unnecessary shit. Like just being super, super unnecessary. Um, I'm the kind of person that's sitting at work because I'm such a direct, blunt person. I'm at work or I'm in public overthinking that you guys are sitting around thinking I'm hella mad and so you don't want to come and approach me and you guys are... That thought of you guys being afraid to approach me because you guys think that I'm mad is really overwhelming me and gives me anxiety. I'm that person. You know what I'm saying? While you guys are sitting there like, oh my God, like, what is she going to do? What is she going to say? I'm sitting there thinking like, what the fuck? Oh my God, why the fuck did I keep thinking this of me? This is bullshit. Like, I'm not even that person to think. We're, we're on the same page. We the same. You know, we are the same. I'm just, I just carry myself a little bit different. I have a different personality than you, but you know, but I'm human. You cut me, I'm a bleed. You know, you get cut, you finna bleed, you know? So, hey, we, we got one heartbeat. We both do. So whatever. But when he told me that, I was like, damn, okay, you're right. That makes sense. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Like, let me just slow down and enjoy life and and make every possible difference that I can make, experience every possible thing that I can experience, learn new things, forget old things, um, readjust some things, fall in love with some new things. Okay, I'm doing too much, you guys. I'm trying to rhyme, but whatever. That was that was a moment, though. And it, was a, it was a pretty good moment, though, right there. Don't you agree? But, you know, that, that was pretty dope. But just, that's, that's, it truly is what life is about. And so when I'm asked about that, like, oh, my God, like when you see the young ones, like, oh, you're, you're 30? Oh. Oh. I'm instantly like, yeah, and run up. What you mean? What you mean? I'm yep. I'm thirty. You feel me? And what are you? Fucking ten with baby breath. You know what I'm saying? What are you? What, what are you doing? Or the moms out there that are looking like, oh my god, girl, what are you waiting for? Like I'm, I'm waiting for life. I'm living life, and whenever my baby and whenever God sees fit for my baby to enjoy, uh, um, join in with me living my life, then my baby's going to join me at that moment. But I'm no, I'm not. There ain't no pressure. I don't feel no pressure. You know what I'm saying? It'll happen. I got um, some friends. Um, Dating-wise, I don't want to... Trust me when I say, guys, girls don't want to be sitting around, you know, dating without no purpose, really. I think... I don't think people in, in our 30s, men and women, we don't really want to date without a purpose no more. I personally don't want to date without a purpose. Um, I do find myself entertaining a, w, a WYD text here and there. And to be 100 with you guys, that's trash. And I need to really stop that. I need to have real, I need to really, really set in stone boundaries because I know better. But then at the same time, I'm still human. That's what I'm saying when I say I didn't think that I would, I would feel this young. I'm still human. I'm still down for, you know, a, a casual fuck. I'm still down for a little, a little flirt text talk. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm probably not really big on the newfound generations, dating apps and stuff like that. I have tried them, but I never can make it past um, making a full profile and explaining myself for you to get to know me. I feel like you might as well, I'm, I just rather run into somebody than we just like kick off a conversation and you kind of get to know me from there in person. I just can't see myself virtually doing that. Um, I have entertained, um, <laughs> I have entertained a DM slide here and there and got, and got decent, um, decent results out of it. You know what I mean? And so, it, it it's all it, it's all a newfound way of living that I'm learning to adjust to. You know what I mean? That I think that all of us in our 30s are learning to adjust with because we are the generation that is uh, 
still mixed with old school, but still got a little new school in it too. I'm being more open to listening to these new little whack ass artists. You know, some of them are pretty dope. You know, so it's just just being 100% open-minded and keeping myself open-minded is what it really comes down to. But, yo, the, being getting older is a great experience, y'all. Anybody that's dumb, young, or you are overly stressed or you're overly thinking where you should have been by now and all that kind of stuff, man, come on now. Ain't nothing um, promised to you or planned or nothing like that. Live and live for now. There ain't no need or no reason to be sitting around and overly stressing, you know what I'm saying? Um, anything of that kind of a nature, like there's, there ain't no reason for that. There's no reason for that. It's about, you know, taking whatever experience that you have, that you've already had and learning from them and implying the, the good things of that. And also, um, learning and being willing and open-minded to learning new experiences, you know what I mean? With great people. Um, like I said, if I can go back to my early 20s, I would probably have done way, way, way much more. And I'd have been way more, way, way, way more open-minded to other things that I absolutely wasn't open-minded to. I was always very like low-key conservative, like hella free-minded and free-spirited, but conservative as hell. That's just my personality, who I am. I'm still that way. You know what I mean? Certain th Some things don't change. Certain things about me I like hasn't changed. You know what I mean? That I am still that same re. I'm still the same re. If you know me, then you know. If you know, you know. But it's a trip, man. It's a trip how you sit back and you look at things differently with age. You, you, um, I don't know. You, you can blow your own mind. So these parents who are looking at me like, oh my God, when are you going to have a kid? My kid excites me every day. Is it selfish or wrong to look at them and reply? And maybe one day I'm going to hit somebody with that, like, oh, my God, I admire myself and I blow my own mind every day because I'm learning something new every day while I'm growing by myself. Is that selfish? The real question is, do I care if it's selfish? You know what I'm saying? Because I really don't. Because it's, 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 it's true. For me, it's true right now because I don't have anybody that I got to really, really speak for or worry about but myself. I choose, I choose to be the auntie that I am and to express and love my nephews at the level that I love them at, to be there and help my sister at the level that I do, the way that I do, because I'm not, I'm, I don't have to promise anything. I got, I'm still living in that luxury. You know what I mean? I may not be in my, in my Lex life in my early twenties, you know, I'm feeling it. The pain is hitting harder. Like I said, the liquor hits me a little different now. My um my high is different when I smoke. My tolerance is different. You know what I mean? Everything is different, but I, I wouldn't change it. I love it. You know, certain things are dying down, you know, versus than what it was. My patience is my patience is different. My understanding of certain things is different. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, my me, um, certain things like the more and more I I'm always believed in comp compromising, but I compromise differently now. Things are just different. You feel me? So whenever I get that question. Maybe I'll, I'll refer them to this podcast and tell them to listen to this. And this is going to give them all my answers of how I feel about this. But I think it's just, it really, it, it's, it's almost like a, oh, when I'm asked that by the, by the young little 20 bucks. Like I, I literally look at them like, wow, like you don't even know life is, if you think that life is great, you don't even know nothing yet. And I'm, I'm saying all it is. I still haven't traveled the way that I want to travel. 
I haven't been able to complete certain things that I want to complete, but it's on the way and I see it. I see it happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm manifesting it, you know, but if I can say this and feel how I feel now, imagine how I'm going to feel, how y'all going to feel when y'all reach the levels that you reach or that you guys complete the goals that you guys have or that you let go of certain things that you let go of or that you compromise in a different way that you never thought that you'll compromise before you experience something that you never thought that you would, that you were opposed to back in the day. Whatever the case may be, you would never think nothing. Let go of anybody that makes it seem like you can't do it, that's trying to hinder you and keep you at a certain spot. Let, let, that, let that shit go. Family, friends, whatever, don't matter. Let it go because we we solid in our 30s. My generation, us 80s babies, I know people probably get sick of us, but we and this is really, truly our moment right now. The 90s, everybody's obsessed with the 90s. 90s is really our childhood, like genuinely, genuinely our childhood. You guys are, you know, obsessed with the cartoons that we watched, having them on your shirt and as vintage, quote unquote, vintage wear. I can tell you about an episode of Rugrats while you guys, you little 90s and um, actually, um, yeah, late 90s and early 2000 babies are wearing as a venture style. Um, Beyonce is amazing now and was amazing then. You know what I'm saying? She literally grew up with us. She is our newfound Diana Ross. Literally. Literally. You know what I'm saying? Like I just told you guys about the dope ass B2K concert I went to. I was loving these boys when I was 15. Still rocking out to them and they older than me. In our 30s, they still looking good. The people in the crowd that's standing with me, we all in our 30s, we still rocking looking good. I was very proud of that moment. Like, very, very proud of that moment. And so, it's a blessing to see this age. Shout out to, honestly, though, I hate to, like, single out the guys um, at this part right now. I'm about to I'm about to start wrapping this up, y'all. I'm going to share a song with you guys that my girl got. And because it's her song, I hope they let me post and they'll take it down because she ain't going to sue me that I know. And... She ain't really dropped it yet. So to be 100, you guys, I probably shouldn't play it, but I think it's so good. I'm going to play it. And I hope that you guys are rocking with it and y'all check her out or hopefully she comes through with it. She's like just getting off the bag wagon with it, but it's a little sample that she, that I have of hers that I love. And I actually got it on my phone. I put it on my phone because I knew I wanted to play it on one of my episodes. So I'm going to do it at the end of this one. Um, I don't remember what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, I really can't recall. Whatever, y'all. You feel me? I'm going to go ahead and drop it, and, um, and I'm going to go ahead and end it. So let me go ahead and play play the song real quick. Give me one moment. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up, you guys. If y'all can give me a quick moment, please hang in there with me. Hang in there. Hang in there with me. Okay, you guys. This is called Stars by my girl, Angie. Shout out to you, Angie. I'm going to play your song, girl, because I believe in you and I think it's great, friend. Here we go. Every day I gotta get it, I be counting up the money I'ma move you out the way, so he know a real bitch coming 
I'm gonna put you in your place so that you know that you ain't stuck. All right, y'all. I'm not gonna play the whole thing because I really don't know the whole rules on that. I'm still learning. But the minute that I do figure that out, I'm gonna be playing some music here and there because I love music and it is what it is. But all right, y'all. This was fast. Thank y'all for listening. <laughs>